Yeah, so we good. Your shit rolling? Yeah, I'm rolling. All right. So let me see how we going to do this. Let's start there. And, uh. Pink Whitney, you ain't fucking with it. I, I do got some. I got a, a, a fresh bottle in that. Oh, I thought you smashed. I'm about to say that this nigga drunk. I did. I smashed <laughs> the one son bought me, but I got Bro. another one. In the, yeah, because I, I had two of them sitting in the freezer. Yeah. So um, so uh, the first joint I done worked through that joint. Matter mm. of fact, that got finished off today. Dang. And then uh, yeah, I got another fresh joint in the freezer. So I just leave them joints in the freezer. You know, then when yeah. somebody some somebody come through or something, they want a little something. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, I got this. Put that shit in a wine glass. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 pink Whitney. That's my mood, man. Especially with my lemonade. That's my yeah. mood. My man. Uh, last weekend, you know, I ain't want to uh, spend too much money, so my man was like, "Yeah, I get this tequila all the time. It's like twenty three dollars." You know what I'm saying? The shit great. So I was like, "All right, uh-huh. fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and grab that drink." Man, that shit is just... I ain't gonna say it's nasty. It's just not what I'm used to. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm used to kind of smoother drinks or tequila or whatever. And this shit is like harsh. This shit is like What's funny, y'all say... I hear people all... You know, the the drinkers, you know? Because I'm not... Mm. I'm like a social drinker. I'm not a drinker drinker. But I always hear people talk about, oh, you know, I like the way this tastes or this tastes... And I'm like, yo, all that stuff be tasting the same. Yeah, (laughs) no, you can definitely tell the difference between higher end stuff and kind of lower end. It, like the lower What's end, the shit kind of got a it got a bite to it, like a harshness. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like you just like, huh, like it just sit on you. Okay, like a fat. Okay, <laughs> shit but ain't that, the, ain't that the good thing? Ain't that you, you know? Nah, to get, get you, you want drunk? you, but you don't want to. You don't want it to hurt you. You want to feel it, but not feel it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, okay. Like that Avion. You know, like I, I, I can give you a, a shot of Avion, a shot of this shit, and you you will tell the difference. Because Avion is mm. smoother, you know what I'm saying? It tastes like a water shot or something, you know what I'm saying? But it still do the job. But okay. this shit, if like, you, you feel this shit. If you say so. Because <laughs> I, be, I be tasting, everybody be like, oh, even Hennessy, because y'all big on Hennessy. So y'all be like, you know, the Hennessy, and I drink it. I'm like, man, it all tastes like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Hennessy is definitely, it's harsh, though, but it still tastes good. But you could tell the difference between that and the Doucet. Doucet is definitely a little, little smoother. That shit just calls. So it's not a really a taste thing. It's a, it's a smoothness. smoothness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got you. Got you. Yeah. See, see, I'm a, I'm a flavor guy. So I be, I be looking for these different, you know, fla- tastes right. like flavor wise. But it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's a feeling, not a flavor. Yeah, but some shit. I mean, well, I like the taste. You know, eventually you grow into the taste. But some shit you just can't. To me, you can't really mix it with like. Cognacs and stuff. It's like you can do ginger ale as a coke, but you'll still taste it. But like you can hide mm. like vodka, vodka and maybe tequila with the juices and stuff. But ain't no hide yeah. no gin. I can tell you that that gin is horrible. Yeah, that should be bad. Yeah. But, anyway. but you know, you know, out of all stuff, you know what's what's crazy is is 
you know, like if I was like a hard alcohol that I like, it's pineapple rum. See, you said that's you said that's hard, but that rum is like soft. Oh, okay. Like, well, yeah, it's hard. Like, Pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Pause. Like, like rum might be like the the weakest of of them all. I mean, they all get you right, but that shit might be. I the, like the that weakest. Rum. Yeah, I, I and I guess that's the thing. That's the thing too. Like you know, when I drink, I guess like I said, I'm a social drinker. So when yeah. I drink, I'm not really drinking to get blasted. Yeah, it's no. really a. Uh, <laughs> you all right over there? Yeah, that shit done <laughs> fell on me. <laughs> yeah, but it for me it's really a tasting. Like I really be trying to work out. Yeah, like, you don't want it, that like harshness. I, yeah, I use the alcohol to get a certain taste or feel for my drink. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm not drinking it to get drunk. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you you remember that uh what was that joke we used to drink that turkey heel? Yeah, <laughs> I remember I threw up off that shit. That's the last time I had it. We used to punish that shit. Yeah. I think Just I might have got a bad batch. It? Yeah. Oh, I wow. I got a bad batch. Because I used to get them joints from shoppers, like, every time we worked. But, like, wow. one time I had the, uh, what was it? The, who one used to get all the time? What the pink It was lemonade? the, uh, nah, it was uh, the Turkey Hill Raspberry Tea and, mm. the, uh, and the lemonade. I think it was, uh, uh, it wasn't pink lemonade. It was, it was um, some kind of lemonade. Uh, it might have been raspberry. Yeah, it might have been. I don't know. Don't give me the line. Yeah, it was yeah, something it was like that, though. Yeah, and I yeah. definitely, yeah, that shit came back up, and I was like, yeah, never again. You know, that happened to me with uh, Hawaiian Punch, believe it me or not. Me too. I don't, yep. dr- <laughs> I don't drink Hawaiian Punch <laughs> no more. either, yep, for that same that, reason. Yo, that I got so sick off that Hawaiian Punch, mm-hmm. and I think I think what happened with that was it triggered my um, my acid reflux when I had the reflux real bad. Oh, um. And that I was like, yo, I would never drink Hawaiian Punch again. Yeah, I don't I was, think I had none since <laughs> that uh, Hawaiian Punch. That time we were supposed to go to uh, New York with Jason for New Year's Eve, remember? And mm-hmm. I remember that, that yeah, we were supposed to go to New York for New Year's Eve. Jason wanted to go. We was all going to go, but the day before, Tony had came by a mother joint or whatever, and mm-hmm. we had got like a bunch of snacks from Seven Eleven, like honey buns, chips, and shit like that. And was uh-huh. drinking drinking Hawaiian Punch, and I got real sick and threw all that crap up. But all I could taste was the Hawaiian Punch. Hawaiian Punch. Oh yeah. yeah, so I stopped it after. But I'm kind of glad we didn't go because that nigga said he had a <laughs> had a rough evening. For real? Yeah. What ended he, up happening? He went up there, whatever. And I, you know, New Year's Eve, everybody out there in Times Square. He was right. in Times Square. Right. Everybody out there, and they just passing liquor, passing weed and stuff. You know, it was just free. Uh-huh. That bama, I guess he got so lit. He said he dry. You know, Jason liked to just turn and burn. He ain't sleeping or none of that shit. Right. So he was like on the way back. He saw the Grim Reaper on his hood. Oh he was wow! So lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, nigga. I'm glad I wasn't with you. Yo, but it's like it's like you know when you when people drink and do drugs. Because again, I'm not a heavy drinker or a heavy drug taker. Right. I don't, I've never done any type of drug, so I don't get like what's the have you ever done a drug or any drugs? Uh, I do edibles. I've, I've hit the weed a couple of times, but nothing like I just sit around and smoke. Like if I'm out and somebody's like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know what I'm doing. So, but the edibles, yeah, I eat the edibles all the time. So, what's the, what, what does the edible do to you? Shit. <laughs> for me, for me, it make everything hilarious. Like, I'll be laughing <laughs> like shit. When I be texting y'all niggas on Friday, I'll be high as a motherfucker. It's just be laughing. <laughs> but it kind of. 
I see why people like a lot of stuff you could see where it came from. Cause like it opened your mind to like your mind just be wandering and just be open and free like shit you just wouldn't randomly think of. It just seemed like it all pops up then. Uh because I had a I had a cousin tell me um that uh was it Dippers, I think? I think it was Dippers. He was like, whoever wrote Roger Rabbit did Dippers. And I said, Why do you say that? He said, Because I hit that jump before, and this was before the movie came out. Mm. He was like, when he seen the movie, he was like, yo, I, that happened to me before where everything was cartoons, but See? me. See? Yeah, it'd be shit like that. <laughs> yeah, but I ain't never hit that, but I could see that being the case. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just like, yeah. you be you used to be floating. Like <laughs> I told you last, last Friday, I took a shower after I ate the edible, and I was literally drying myself off like 20 times, bro. Like, and I had, <laughs> I had to stop myself, like, what? Like, bro, like I'm dry as shit at this point, and I'm like, bro, I, right, I'm tripping. Like, you time to sit down. You had the crackhead twitch, <laughs> right? I'm sitting there just drying the shit out of my body. I'm like, all right, the towel all dry at this point. You know, usually this shit, goddamn. But like at this point, just dry the motherfucker. I'm like, all right, yeah, this too much. I need somebody. That down. is funny, man. That is funny. But no, I never, I've never dibbled and dabbled in none of that. I think. I think with the with the smoking stuff, I'm not a I'm not big on smoke. Period. Like I don't. Yeah. I'm not a you know. So I think that's what kept me away from it. And I think I always had this underlying fear, like how I would be. You know, I already seen how I get when I get drunk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was always scared. Like I mess around, do something crazy because I got a lot of picked up stuff in me you know what i'm saying yeah I, I will say though being like drunk like it's totally different than being like extremely high being extremely high to me is not it, it, it don't feel good like you don't have no control over yourself and i could see how people go crazy because i mean one time i had ate an edible and it was like a big piece like because usually they cut up or whatever but i kind of mm-hmm. had a bigger piece and like it was cool for a moment but like i got extremely high my mind just started thinking all kinds of shit, like my oldest two was gone, and I was, my mind was telling me, what if they got kidnapped, and I should call the police, and, like, my mind was tripping, like, I had to get in the shower, I'm in the shower, fully clothed, and I'm thinking, like, what, what? do people do in the, mo- nigga, on everything, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what do people do to come down, I'm thinking about all the movies I didn't see, you know, so I'm drinking water, I remember, remember when Martin on Bad Boys was high, and they put him in the, in the shower, in the shower, I'm in the yeah. shower, fully dressed, bro, like, just trying to come down, but I could see how people could go crazy because my mind kept saying, bro, call 911. Call 911. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow. I'm like, if I do that, they're going to take my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, nah. And I just had to stop in the middle of a room and I was just laughing at myself, like, nigga, you tripping. And I just finally wow. got myself to go to sleep. But I could see how people get too high and it's it's not fun at all. Like, you can get drunk and you just pass out. But being too high, like, my mind was just doing too much thinking about crazy shit and i'm like yeah wow that's a fine balance i couldn't do it like yeah my shit got to be balanced out Mm. because so so uh, i mean what's the pill i guess the addiction is the is is what brings people back because i'm like if something takes you that out of your element or out of your zone why would you rush back to it but i guess it's the addiction factor you know yeah it's a fine balance for me at least like i said i don't smoke but i was saying for me uh like when it got to that point, I was like, yeah, I ain't, this ain't for me. But smoking it, I wouldn't, I don't know about smoking it. I ain't never tried smoking, but like mm-hmm. I do the edible just because you can eat it. You know what I'm saying? And it, it kind of, it's a feeling though. Like the feeling is cool, it's mellow, it's, you laugh, but 
it's just I can't get too high. Like mm. I need to be functional. <laughs> gotcha. When I do. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know. I. I've seen people. You That's know. Scary though. Really. Yeah. I see. I was. I was shook. I see people whacked out on drugs and stuff like that, and you know, I just be like, man, like, why would you want to get like that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, I, I think they be chasing that initial feeling, but you never. Get I it. guess. Yeah, because if I guess if you do it too much, it take a lot more to get there. You know what I'm saying? Mm, gotcha. So it's just like, we. I need a little bit more. Give me, give me more. You know what I'm saying? And right. then they just be too fucking high and be out there tripping. Right, right. But you said you ran. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was about to say speaking of high. <laughs> yeah, I was about to ask uh, you about the dude you saw. Man, this shit. So I came home the other day, and uh, I needed to go to the store to get some some car wash because I wanted to wash the car. Mm-hmm. So me and my oldest went to the store. I was like, "Come on, let's go to the store real quick or whatever." Because my son wasn't home. I don't know where the fuck he went. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we riding, and I did see the uh, my son and and his friends looking like some future felonies walking up the street. So I seen them motherfuckers, gave them the finger and kept it moving. Uh-huh. I went to the grocery store and shit. So me and her in the grocery store grabbing a couple of things or whatever. So I seen one of the little dudes that my son was walking with. And I was like, oh, well, you know what I'm saying? Where, where everybody at? He was like, oh, they went to Sonic. I ain't want to go there. So I came here. And when we standing there, you know how you walking towards the registers and it's like, mm. like that aisle between the, the register and like the, the the regular aisles like you just walking past or whatever. Right, right. We kinda standing right there, like headed towards the aisle. But when I when I saw him, I stopped and talked to him real quick and there was this other guy kinda standing there. And I was thinking, okay, well maybe he was their cousin or something and he kinda walked with him because he looked a little older. Mm-hmm. But he was like standing with us like we was all together. Mm-hmm. But mind you, I kinda walked up on the situation. So I'm thinking, all right, that's his folks or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Nothing to it. Spoke to my man. You know what I'm saying? Put he kept he he left or whatever. So dude was standing there <laughs> and I just looked in his face, bro. This Bama was so high. I'm talking about he light skinned dude, his eyes was super red and he was just super high. <laughs> like wow. you could, it was all in his face, bro. He is high and just living life. Like he's just <laughs> like on cloud nine, standing in the middle of the joint or whatever. So I'm like, I'm trying to figure out if he's like in line or not, because he's kind of like right there at the aisle or whatever, but uh-huh. not really in it. And his back is turned towards the cash register. So I kind of moved past him. But when I noticed, he was eating a bag of chicken, you know, like from the hot hot section in the grocery store. A bag of he chicken? Bag. Yeah, like chicken wings. <laughs> gotcha. You know how they, you know, the hot bar or whatever, they, right. they had the bags of chicken wings. So he eating the chicken wings. But when I tell you, this man was... Eating the wings like he had just got out of jail or something. Like it was his first meal. He was just like <laughs> making love to the chicken, right? Like it was the man, he was smashing so good. I wanted to go grab me something. <laughs> I'm like, bro, he made it look amazing. Like he was just like, no one was around. Like he was at home. Like no one was around. Like he was just wow. by himself smashing this chicken. So me and my daughter, we rolling. So I kind of moved past him, getting in the line. And uh, the black manager lady came out. She was like, look. You just standing here eating this chicken and you ain't even paid for it. Wow. So, and I'm laughing. And she's like, so I'm going to need you to either put the chicken down and leave or pay for it. So he like, man, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to pay for it. And she's like, all right. So she kind of left him alone. So he turns around. He died directly behind us at this point. Now, mind you, they still doing the social distancing thing, so they right. got the little dots of where you're supposed to stand. And there's two people in front of me. Older dude, he taking forever. 
to pay for his shit. Cause I think he like got a hair and nails, like he can't really hear what's going on. He trying to do the debit shit or whatever. Right. But the dude is like stumbling, and he like kind of. I'm like, bro, I hope this man don't bump into me. You know, I know he high. <laughs> I don't want to have to, you know what I'm saying, kind of, you know, forcefully move him. So I'm like, I told my daughter to get on the other side or whatever. And he just bopping back and forth. He just stumbling. So the lady like, hey, you know, you kind of got to back up. You're too close. You know, you don't want to get too close. And then we need you to kind of separate or whatever. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, the dude was just, man, It was. <laughs> I paid for my food. And my, damn, what did my daughter say? She was like, damn, I forgot what she said. But, man, that dude was like. He was, he was hilarious. He had me wrong, man. That Bama was so high. Wow. But it's funny you talk about I don't even know if he paid for it, though. <laughs> for real? Right. I, I don't even know if he paid for it. Like, I just had to hurry up and get out of there because he was, man, he was, he was living life that day. <laughs> That's funny. But, you know, it's funny you bring up the whole social distancing thing because um, I was in the store. I was in Aldi's and, uh, you know, I was just in my little zone. I had my little groceries in my hand. I was going to take it up to the belt or whatever. So, you know, you know me, I don't have this crazy fear about the whole thing, even though, you know, I wear my mask in a store like you're supposed to and all that good stuff. But I'm not, you know, I'm not one of those people that's just right. sh- shook by none of it. Overdoing it. Yeah. 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 So I, um, I go up to the belt because it was her turn to kind of move up. So when she when she started moving up towards the register, I started moving towards the belt to put my stuff on the belt. So, mm. um. The person that was in front of her, I guess she forgot to do something or something. She ended up having to come back to the register. So mm. when she came back to the register, the lady was like trying to hurry up and back up from her coming close back to the register or whatever. So she looked at me. She was like, oh, oh, uh, uh you got to back up. You got to back up. She like, like she panicking <laughs> or something. So right. I'm looking at her and, and you know me, I'm pretty, I'm pretty quick with like, uh, what I want to say. I'm pretty quick with like filling out a situation so i i immediately realized like okay she's scared about this whole covid thing so i right. was like all right well let me you know let me try Did to she have a mask on and she, shit? Had, she had a mask on but oh, the okay. way she was acting and panicking you know you would you know how, you know how people say um you know when white people see black folk walk up on them and they they clutch their purses yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. she was like she was like about to have an sure. all-out panic you know what i'm saying <laughs> and i was like okay so i backed up uh, they say back up six feet i probably backed up like 15 feet i was like i'm about yeah, to get and she was like oh <laughs> she was like i'm so sorry but you know they tell us we got to keep six feet i said ma'am i said it's okay it's all right i'm backed up go ahead and do what you gotta do it's all good mm. And that it was in that moment that I realized I was like, "Yo, it's some people like really, really shook about this whole COVID, right? Coronavirus thing, man." But but still at the grocery store, like it ain't nothing. And that's <laughs> but that's my thing. I'm like I'm like I, I'm trying to figure out if they say that it's it's something that's basically going to be here for now on. Right. It's like at what point do you? I mean, I understand being cautious and all that, but at what right. point do you kind of like just relax and be like, hey, you know, I kind of cross that bridge when I get there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, because it don't sound like there's nothing you can do to prevent it. I mean, you know, some things you can do to prevent it, but you can get it from anyway. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm just like, I, I just refuse to be that scared or frightened about it that I'm going to have a panic attack. Because somebody right. is not six feet away from me. You know what I'm saying? Plus, so. you already beat gonorrhea anyway, so that ain't nothing to you. <laughs> Nigga, I have never had gonorrhea. 
let's let's be clear. I am, <laughs> I am fortunate that I have never transmitted any STD whatsoever. I was telling this guy at work today. I was like, "What if you went to the bathroom and you just hear somebody screaming when they was pissing?" Like, <laughs> just ow, I got it. Hurts. <laughs> like, damn. I've heard I've heard stories, but I'm I'm glad I I never experienced that. I remember. Yeah, uh, wood. yeah, I remember when I was young, and um. I say I was probably about 16, 17, and I remember my cousin that got crabs. Man, that joint Shit. was so funny, man. But he didn't. He, he told didn't, you? <laughs> yeah, so what happened was he was in the Navy at the time, and he mm. think he got it from, I guess, like being on the yeah, ship. Toilet or, seats or something. On the ship oh. or whatever. So he was like, man, he was like, that's the, the one thing I've always worried about was catching, you know, crabs or, or getting bed bugs or something from being on ships and, or whatever. Mm. And that Bama had had crabs, man. That joint was so funny, man. So is crabs like an STD too, though? Crabs is like no. Can it be no? I no. Well, yeah, because I think you can get it from somebody. So like if you if you if you humping somebody that has crabs, then you could get it because they like little bugs or whatever. Right. How mad would you be though if you caught like crabs that way and not through sex? Like I, I mean. I ain't gonna say that. What say, you said? Get it? You said you if, if I'm a yeah, if I'm a get it, give it. I want to get the pleasure with it too. Like don't no. I want to sit on the toilet seat and get it. Not saying that I want it. I'm just saying I'd be blown though. But, like, but you gotta think about. But you gotta think about it like this: If you get there from having sex with somebody, that person is probably not somebody you should be having sex with. Yeah, you right about that. <laughs> You out here humping crackheads. Right. <laughs> like trying to catch that high. You know what I'm saying? He's like, he like, man, ain't nothing like that first time. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, man. But um, I've been fortunate not to ever uh, transmit any STDs, man. So, nah, we ain't you know. playing them games. Nah, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. What's going on, though, man? How you been? I'm good, man. You know, I'm just... Uh, I just... So... It's funny you ask the way up there. Yeah, but it's funny you ask me that because I was thinking today, like I'm sort of like in a good space. I'm sort of like mm. in a good space, happy and at peace. And I'm like, damn, how do you be happy and at peace with all this craziness going on around you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Like, is it a, is it a different climate out there? Like with the with the protesting and stuff going on? I mean, they doing it. It's mostly happening in the city though. So right. That's where a lot of the protest energy is at. And um uh I just got an email today. They uh at one of my contracts, they they're saying that it's supposed to be a, pr- a protest tomorrow at seven. So mm. um they was telling us, you know, they were saying that the f- folk that work in the building, they probably have them leave early or whatever. But um you know, it's a, it's yeah. another it's another one of those things I'm not really worried about, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's they uh have us going home at four thirty every day to, to kind of avoid the the crowds that's, gotcha. that's been popping up. So it's still yeah. happening. Is it? Still yeah, happening? yeah, it's definitely still happening. I ain't. It ain't been rough as it was last weekend. Like last weekend, it was kind of got a little hectic. But like people were saying, during the week is always kind of usually low key. But the weekend is when people mm. really get. You know, it's the weekend, so you already gotcha. turned, you know what I'm saying? You got a call, so you out there, and then that's when they kind of pick up and get a little rowdy. Gotcha. But, yeah, I mean, I ain't really seen nothing because I stay out the way, but it's out there. It's definitely out there. Because they, um, they had put a curfew in place, but I think they lifted it uh, today because 
Um, I heard this following it. No, I heard this morning that it it kind of had lightened up last night. So it wasn't last night mm. wasn't as bad. So and then maybe with the arrest of these other officers involved, maybe it'll you know kind of help slow it down a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, which is which is a good thing. But I had a question about that too. Um, <clears throat> Cause I see they arrested the other ones, but then I also seen that they changed the main guy's uh, conviction to a second degree murder. Yes. And at first, I was excited. I was like, okay, yeah, they now they're taking it serious. But somebody brought up a strong point. They were saying that when you make it a, a, a now it's kind of making it harder to prove that as opposed to the the manslaughter situation. So it's like making it easier for, for him to kind of get off with it being the more heavier conviction. You think it's going to be harder? They saying it's gonna be harder to convict them because it's giving them a, a harsher conviction. You know what I'm saying? Like second degree murder, it's harder to prove as opposed to the first one. Um, so it's harder to convict them on the second degree because I think the I think the game was always to convict them harder to get to end up with the lower conviction. If that makes sense. Got you. So you saying you throw the hard one out there and then they kind of plead down to the right the because because of what you said like it's it's going to be a harder push for that second degree so it's it's going to force them into going to a lesser charge or something hopefully, like that something yeah. like that but they brought it up and when somebody was telling me about it, I was like damn that dude kind of sounds scary because it's like if we trying to prove it's second degree and we don't you know what I'm saying then he kind of get off. And that's how most times they get off. And so, because exactly. I remember it was, what trial was it? I want to say it was the Bont, the Bont, Bont, Bont him Gene or whatever his name was. Okay. The, um, uh, well, the, the lady ran up in the, yeah. the cop ran in his house. Yeah, I remember. Well, she takes you that the wrong house. Yeah, I remember listening to some lawyers and they were saying that that's why a lot of the cops get off because the charges are not right. It's not they're not right. going in for the right charges or something like that. Don't quote me on that, but it was something. I mean, that's, 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 that's kind of what I heard too. That's yeah, kind of what I heard too. So I was kind of like, damn man, maybe this is a game they playing. Like, yeah, be celebrating a little too early. Well, you can't celebrate at all because you know how right, these yeah. these police convictions go. You know, they never really pan out to how the people want to see it pan out you know what i mean right but i do think at some point they got to start making some examples out of these officers you know i think that's where it starts like if, if it's some kind of discipline that you're gonna get of course people kind of second guess doing it but if you feel like you don't get off why would you stop yeah and then i was reading today that this guy had a bunch of prior incidents on the force that they never addressed or disciplined him more you know he had shot a couple people and shot at a couple God, people yeah all types of stuff so you know i just don't but understand that, these cops that stand around and watch somebody do something like that see it is crazy because we was having this conversation and my man was saying how if you think about it you know you kind of stick together because it's like if you if you're the only one who kind of stands out and be like, oh, that's wrong, he should be punished, and then you got to go back to work and everybody looking at you basically like you the snitch, so you yep. the one, you the op, you know yep. what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, I'd rather keep quiet than, than go against my fellow people because you you got to work there. You standing yeah. around looking looking like you the, you know what I'm saying? They looking at you crazy. 
But then you stand there and don't do nothing, and then when the shit goes down, yeah, you right. get hemmed you up in it. Right you know what I'm saying? Because the Asian dude, technically, he ain't do nothing but stand there and keep people back. Yeah. But he going down with the shit too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he kind of he, he right up there with the other dude with the hate wise because he was just he was extra. He could have easily just got the man up off there. It's like, all right, man. You, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's go ahead and and end it. But. Yeah. And and the fact that it's just about uh it was all about a counterfeit bill, it's just like this is way too much. You know, the the yeah. forces, the force, the level. I mean, what why you couldn't just talk to the man and find out, yeah. you know, hey, do you do you got counterfeit dollars? Do you know where you got it from? You know, but I, I don't and, know. And man. not to sound and not to sound bad or whatever, but you could even rough them up if you wanted to. But you didn't have to go eight minutes on his neck. When yeah. he started to tell you, you know, you could easily let up and be like, all right, I did enough to him. You ain't have to kill a man, bro. My thing is, why is he on the ground anyway? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's no, and when he was already in the car. He's he already in, car. in handcuffs. He, you, yeah. It's nothing he can do but try to run. And how far and he going to get? You know what I'm saying? And then it was crazy how you see the other angle in the video because I didn't even know if the other guys was was sitting on him and holding yeah, him down too. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't see them. Yeah, in the, in that one angle. Yeah, it's crazy, man. And then you got the the rides and going on. And um, when when I was thinking about us uh, recording today and talking about this, I wanted to ask, um, you know, I, I think it's because last time we talked, you were saying how. We were talking about how the the uh, Caucasians have to correct the Caucasians, right? And Uh-oh. and a lot of them came out and was, you know, a part of you know wanting to change or the you know part of the protest or whatever. But my question is, how do you how do you separate the two? How do you know who's for us and who's against us? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and my issue with that is too. We've too long been waiting on their assistance and kind of relying on it or kind of leaning on them to kind of help us out. And I think that's the problem. We got to start standing on our own two feet. Like we can't. It's it's good that they want to help out and it's good that they want to be there for us. But sometimes we might want to push them to like this time. We might want to push them to the back. Like let us handle it. But I I think I I hear you and I don't disagree with you. But in a way. Systematically, I think it's going to take some outrage from them, and and the reason, like what we like the demonstrations that we're seeing all over the world, says a lot. It says a lot. You know what I'm saying? And and the biggest thing is saying is that people, no matter race or 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 creed or or uh, financial status. People mm-hmm. are just tired of this. Like, yeah. when do we move past this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think, I mean, they can always do their part, you know what I'm saying, kind of in the background. I just think we we always let them take the lead, and that's kind of where we, when we lose our strength. You mm. see what I'm saying? Like, we got to continue to, to, to see it through and, and stay in the front as opposed to being, letting them kind of, jump in front and be like, no, we'll take it from here. You know, we, yeah, black people need rights. This, no, okay, yeah, we get it. But, you know, take that to the to the polls or to the, you know, where y'all can handle it. Let us kind of run the show. We need to run it. We need to learn how to stand on our own instead but of worrying about you absolute, help. You're absolutely right, but, man. Even though it takes that, but it's just like, man, we got to. 
And I think that's what is, what's kind of happening. I think people, even like you said, the white and black, I think they kind of, everybody's kind of like, like, this is enough. Yeah. But I think, I hear what you're saying and I agree with you, but I also feel like we can't even get on one accord. Yeah. That's the problem. And they we, know that. And that's why I feel like that's the problem because they like, all right, you see, they divided. You know what I'm saying? They can easily break us because we never stand together on anything. On nothing. Everybody's like, oh, y'all shouldn't be out there riding and protesting and we should march this and we should be peaceful. And then some people say, no, we should use violence. It's like, it is a divide. It's like, okay, well, since we don't agree, let's not do nothing. Yep. yep. <laughs> like, yep. why is that the answer? And I had, like, I had, everything is necessary. I had posted a video on, on my Instagram pretty much just saying that. Because no sooner as I woke now, I had no clue about the whole we gonna black out or whatever. Yeah, me none of that. But the first I thing no rules or none of that. But the first <laughs> thing I woke up to was a debate. And I'm like yep. mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, debating is necessary, but there are moments and times where you can save that for later. And I felt like this was yeah, one of those time. times. Like this is not the time. And see, the thing about my people, and I love my people, my people don't know how to de- debate in a nice, respectful way. You know. Or in private. Or in private. They got to go in on you if if yeah. they have a different opinion than you. And that's I think that's what I felt like needed to be addressed. It's like, listen, at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. Right. It's more than one way to skin a cat. It's like the Jordan. We, it's like the Jordan we, Lebron debate. It's like, right. why can't he be two great players? I don't understand yeah. this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit's crazy. <laughs> but it's just like I, I don't like they say. No, we let's. Well, why can't we do everything? Right. At this point, I think being disruptive is what's really going to get the attention because usually when when cases happen, it's like okay, you have a you have a march in California. You might have a a march in Atlanta. But now it's everywhere. Exactly. Every state. All you know over the and world. They, and they're like, oh, you ain't got the ride. You ain't got the loot. No, I don't really, I don't agree with it. And I don't disagree. But I think disruptive is, is, is okay. You know what I'm saying? At this point, it's like, what, that'll get their attention. When you start fucking up stuff and you start messing up whatever, like, then they'll listen. Like, all right, bro. Like, we ain't trying to have this in our state. Yeah. Like, what do we need to do yeah. to calm y'all down? And I had, I was having a conversation with a, a, a Caucasian lady yesterday and she was saying how, you know, she was all for, you know, um, she was all for the purpose of the the riot and everything. But she was like, the I mean, not the riot. She was all for the purpose of the protest. But she was like, I just I just don't I just don't agree with the rioting. Right. And I said to her, I said, well, I said, that's fine that you don't agree with it. I said, but me personally, I'm only concerned about the the small uh, mom and pop or black owned businesses. I said, but Gucci, Target, all these major um, stores or brands or whatever you want to call them. I said, they just got a bailout doing the COVID-19. They just got like this, these multi-million dollar bailouts. I said, so I'm not losing no sleep over them. They got plenty of money to do whatever it is they need to do. They gave the people $1,200 and bailed out all these major stores. And she stopped for a second (laughs) and she was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Right. (laughs) I was like, 
and they Target is not going to end because somebody went in and looted. They right. they make way too much money. It's it's not an issue. It's not going to be an issue whatsoever. Right, and that, and it's crazy because that's what you worried about out of everything. You know exactly. what I'm saying? But I hate I hate when everybody gets mad at the reaction and not the cause. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Like, you can't tell somebody how to react from something. If the cause don't happen, there's never a reaction. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like focus exactly. on what it was that got us here. Exactly. And we will be better. Like I was talking to one of my homeboys at work. Cool guy, white guy, cool. That's my man. And he was he's supposed to go to Cali uh, next week, I think it is. And he was saying, man, I hope this don't mess up my Cali trip. And I was like, what you mean? He was like, you know, with all the protests and the rioting and stuff, you know, I don't want them to shut down stuff and I can't do nothing that I'm gonna be really upset. And I was like, good. I was like, that's exactly what it's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like then you'll pay attention. Like I'm glad it's affecting you in some kind of way that now you're upset because now you're gonna start thinking about it. Like cause that you know, right now it's not nothing. It's like it's it's our issue. Not not really our, but you know it's not his. You yeah, know you're right. Like, he you're understands right. it, but mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, so I'm like, I'm glad it affects you at some point. So now you got to to think about it. And he was just saying, Yeah, man, I just I want stuff to go back to normal, you know, when we can, you know, with the virus. And I just want everything to kinda of go back to normal. We can come outside and do everything. I said, and that's the thing. I said, Now you see what it feels to be black. Ain't no such thing as normal for us. What is yep. normal for us? Yeah. We don't have a normal. Like this is gonna continue to happen unless it we really do something to change it. No, we have a normal. It's negative. Yeah, <laughs> Our normal yeah, is but, negative. Right, yeah, I know what you're saying. normal is a little different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, their absolutely. Normal is just, you know, we ain't got no worries. You know, we ain't worried about the police. And other, but we don't have a normal. <laughs> We're absolutely. trying to get to a normal. And, and that's and, the problem. And the thing that, I think the thing that always trips me out is everybody and their mama know if that was three black cops kneeling mm-hmm. on a white boy's neck they would tear the world apart yeah it wouldn't even get this far <laughs> it wouldn't even they would be hung from a tree right now yeah as soon as it happened in, in their police uniform in their in, uniform now they probably take uniform. the uniform off because they disgrace to the uniform they oh, probably okay. strip that off <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But you can't yeah, be a cop it's like it's like anybody that say you know Oh, I don't understand. I don't know. You get it. Just like yeah. they went they went down to those federal buildings armed to a T to protest mm-hmm. about um wanting to be able to come out during COVID and all that. Right. Lockdown should <laughs> doing be doing push ups in front of the gym and shit. Yeah, you know, and, and then like um I seen a post where somebody had tweeted about the riots and they were saying that the violence the violence and stuff wasn't necessary. And and the Muslim, I think it was a Muslim lady. She said, um, she said, you know, y'all go to war every time there's an issue or something y'all don't agree with. Y'all ready to go right. to war? So what's the difference? Y'all go and bomb other countries and kill people all the time. All the time, but behind something you stand for. Yeah, like stop it, stop it, stop it. People, people, uh, what they call it, they have selective amnesia. <laughs> right, but it's it's crazy though that, that the president would like would rather unleash the military on his own people than just fix the problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just fix the problem. But you'd rather go through this whole you know what I'm saying, bringing out the military and making them force people to do just fix the problem, bro. Yeah. The that's, whole that's the, the whole problem. world is saying, yo, this is ridiculous. And you like 
no, we're gonna we need to get this under control. <laughs> like, dude, what? But you know, when you when you I feel like when you that far removed from reality, you you're not fit to be president. Just off of that alone, just just being that far removed from reality and what's real really going on, you're not fit to be president for that. Just that one reason alone, you know. And people, people voted for this man. That's the crazy part. Yeah, ain't gonna vote. Ain't gonna vote <laughs> and again. Vote, right, and we'll vote again. <laughs> That's the crazy part. I tell you, his his making America great. I'm like, if this is what great looks like, bro, you right. can keep this. It, it ain't here. <laughs> you can keep but, this, man. Yo, it's the young you stepchild G motherfucking debt. And you're listening to Separate the Two Podcast with my homie, my nigga, my right-hand man, my partner in crime. We go together like Hennessy and Bad Decisions. My man, O-King Johnny. That's O-H underscore K-I-N-G underscore J-O-N-N-Y. I hope I got that right, nigga. You need to shorten that shit because you know I'm dyslexic. It's crazy, man. So did you see the did you see the video with the young lady and the dog and and uh yeah, the Central the Park joint? Yeah, so what was your what was your take on that? I mean, again, white privilege had its finest. She knew what she had to do. All she had to do was call and say it's a black male and they was gonna come running. You know what I'm saying? Luckily he was smart enough to be recording himself, but that's just that's just how it goes, man. They all they gotta do is is say they fear for their life. And, and she it. pretty much she pretty much prove our point of what we always say. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like y'all know exactly what it is. Y'all just like to act like y'all don't know, right? Yeah, you know, it's crazy, man. It's but, sad, man. It's sad. But this skin. is, yeah, this is the world we live in. This mm-hmm. is the world we live in. So, um, so so what else going on, man? What else? What else is there we need to we need to talk about and address? Oh, man, what else do we have there? What else, what else we need to separate? <laughs> to? <laughs> There's so much out here, but I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I guess we should kind of take a step back and kind of, you know, go back to the the original reason why this came about, you know, without Absolutely. really want to talk too much deep into the, the negative that's going on in the world. Kind of give them a backstory, I guess. Well, we we've I, I, been... I like to... <laughs> keep us separate <laughs> <laughs> so we um so i did the math me and you have been friends for 26 years shit does that sound about right uh we can go with that even though i'm only 25 but we can I, <laughs> you know, for the sake of the show we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna separate the two on that right now that is a lie <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's been so i did the math on it. it's been 26 years okay um and and the separate the separating originated in in the vehicle of of a friend of ours uh jason when yeah. we was in high school <laughs> uh-huh. and so what when was we the, went, what used to drive it was a riviera wasn't it Buick Riviera, man. Okay. I remember that joint. We used we used to, we used to call it the tank. <laughs> yeah, that motherfucker was steel. We were breaking that thing. Right. So whenever whenever we would get together, you know, it would be me, you, uh, Jason, Scott. Scott. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And, that was and the you main know, four. 
that was the main four. And so whenever we would get together, be sitting in the back seat or something, it'll be jokes flying. It'll be <laughs> out of control. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so Jason ain't like all the nonsense while he was driving. So his favorite line was, uh-uh, separate them two. Uh-uh, <laughs> <laughs> break that up. Nope, y'all already know. Break that up. <laughs> we were trying to so, sneak like kids, though, and try to see if we could make it happen. He'd be like, nope, uh-uh, break that up. So he separate. would always make... One of us sit in the front and one of us yeah. sit in the back, man. So that shout out to Jason, day. wherever he may be. I remember them glasses I used to find in the glove box. Man, that <laughs> joint. That joint used to have me in tears, man. But oh, can man. I can I tell a story when we was out and we was uh we was going to UDC? No, as long as you want to get hung up on <laughs> it'll be the last show. <laughs> We'll say that for another show. We, we'll let the fans get comfortable first. Right. We're going to hold but now you, on that one. You, had a, uh, you said you had a counterfeit bill story. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you was there, but I don't think you remember the the, the actual rollout. Because we was okay. at the... This was back in the day, because I know my son was young. I'm not sure how old he was then. But I know we went to oh, the wow. McDonald's. Yeah, it was young. We went to the McDonald's in Rivertown. Okay. That morning, I don't, I'm not sure why we even went there, but I remember he was with me because the little cashier was kind of like, you know, real flirty. Like, not flirty because he was a young kid, but you know, he used to always get attention. I'm like, oh, he's so cute or whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. Paid for the food, whatever. Gave my change, whatever. She's still, you know, saying, rapping to him. So, of course, you know, when you pay for something, you get your money back to get your receipt. You kind of fold that all up and put it in your pocket. Like, I wasn't right. separating the bills and none of that shit or whatever. I just, you know what I'm saying, got my chains back, made sure, boom, folded it up, put it in my pocket. And I remember later on that, that day, it was the evening of the night, we was at Rip House, if I ain't mistaken. Was Rip living there? It had to be. I don't know, because I, I know I was back in that vicinity later on that night. I swear we was at Rip House. We got to hold check on, the ho, 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 ho. Rip House stay here now? Yeah, how long he been there? No, nah, that wasn't can't there be right. Okay. No, nah, but I, can't we were somewhere over there because I was in the vicinity again, and I okay. remember we went to get something to eat later on. Where was we at? Right? You sure we wasn't there? Was we at Rosedale? What would we be doing over there though? Because I swear what, it was like that, a party or something. I don't know. Because I remember we went to get something to eat. Oh, we you saying we left somewhere and went to get something to eat? Yeah. We probably left from around the Grove. Somewhere we were somewhere. Need to get something to eat. We went to the Wendy's in Rivertown. Now, Wendy's and the McDonald's, for people who don't know, are right beside each other. Like, in yep, Rivertown, absolutely. right beside each other. So, I went to McDonald's that morning, got the food, put the money in my pocket. Later on that night, went to uh, Wendy's or whatever. So, I go up in there, you know what I'm saying, order my food or whatever. She, she tell me the price. Of course, it's number six, so that's all I ever get. Handed her a $10 bill, boom. She put it in the joint or whatever, and she like... This is fake. So, of course, you know what I'm saying? There's a bunch of niggas in there. So, I'm thinking motherfuckers, you know, women playing around, want to be flirty or whatever. So, I'm mm-hmm. laughing it off. She's like, nah, it's fake. I'm like, laughing again. Like, all right, come on, nigga, give me my food because what would I get fake money from? So, she calling people from the back or whatever. They coming up. They laughing or whatever, whatever. So, I'm like, all right. So, she get the joint back or whatever and I give her, you know what I'm saying, another bill that I had or whatever, paid for the food. And I'm like, what the fuck she mean? You know what I'm saying? This joint face so i look at it later on this joint is horrible <laughs> like For i don't even think it had no <laughs> it was like it was on some paper like you could see it the the actual backing paper behind it you know what i'm saying 
Oh, like wow. it had the bill, but it was like still like extra space in between the bill and the paper. And I'm just like, wow. oh my god, that shit was horrible. When I told her, I was like, bro, but I got it from across the street. And she was like, man, you know, I don't know. I'm like, literally, I pulled out the receipt from the McDonald's because it was all wrapped together. Right. Pulled it out, shoulder, you know what I'm saying? She was just laughing out, gave it to me, you know what I'm saying? Paid my food back or whatever. And I had that whack ass, it was a $10 bill. I had that shit for a minute. And I spent it at Damn. the gas station. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you end up getting it off? Yeah, yeah, I just gave it to the guy. You know, they ain't checking. It's a $10 bill, so they ain't going to hit the little market. They just looking at it. And I put it with some other bills and finessed it that way and got rid of oh, it. Oh, wow. Well, I'm, I'm talking I'm about glad, this shit was horrible. I'm glad that $10 is past the statute of limitations. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I got to set thing off. <laughs> yeah, hey, somebody else passed it. I had to pass it on to. And I was hey, thinking, that, like, this damn little chick, she knew that shit was probably faking trying to get that shit back to me. Oh, I don't remember that, man. Yeah, I, I don't remember bad, that. Bad fucking ten dollar bill look like the number tens I got them Jordans. They, they, both of them <laughs> shit look bad. <laughs> like if you look at it, you be like, bro, how? Like it wasn't even close. Like the ten dollar wow. bill wasn't even close. Like it looked like a bill, but you could tell like it looked like a kid did it or something. It was hard. Wow, wow. Yeah. So, so, so the theme, so the theme of this is since we talking about first show and friendship and how it came about. And I wanted to ask you this because I know you a big uh, you a big fan of Fifty Cent. I'm a fan of Fifty Cent too, but I, I know that's that's like really your guy. Uh-huh. And so I had came across a video, and he was sort of like I guess it's from his book, and uh-huh. he was sort of like talking about um, his issues he had with uh, Tony Yayo and Lloyd Banks, uh-huh. and you know, I first I wanted to ask you how. How did you feel about it? And 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 then, well, let me first ask you how you feel about it. And then my second question is: in the in the in the grand scheme of a friendship, mm-hmm. how how do you look at that as a friend? So first, I want to hear your take on it from a, a music or entertainment side of it, and then I want to hear your take on it. Um, as a friend, because they 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 were friends, they were like legit yeah. friends. And I think basically when he's saying music wise, he like especially Banks more so. I guess he felt Banks should have been more of a a star, like more so mm-hmm. the one who was gonna take the reins. And he called him lazy and and kind of like was cool with being just just him. You know, he mm-hmm. didn't want to grow or whatever. But long story long, I I didn't mind his comments. Because he okay. said it before, he, like he ain't really one to kind of hold back. He he shares his opinion all the time, so I I wasn't surprised when he said it. Gotcha. It kind of got me to thinking though, when it comes to friendships and business. Like, okay. is it is it fair to put certain expectations on your friends? Because mm. he kind of made it seem like. Because everybody kind of made it seem like, oh, well, I, I think Joe and them took over. And it was kind of like, oh, you know, everybody don't have the same expectations. But I'm like, if we friends, I mean, even if you don't initially think that way, like at some point, do you do you get on board? Because at some point, mm. then you holding me back. Right. And and you're absolutely right. And I and when I heard it, I didn't have any problems whatsoever with what he said. <clears throat> But I know how being that candid and that honest about a situation can cause issues in a friendship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially if, you know, if the if the friend is sensitive or, 
you know, or the friend just flat out takes it the wrong way. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Especially when it's public, you got to be careful. Exactly. But you said something key is in, you know, in that at what point, you know, as friends in business, at what point what you're doing is is uh, causing an issue for me or holding me back? And as a friend, are you willing to let me cut ties and do what I need to do? Right. Uh, is it is it do you have to separate friends in business? Does it have to be a separation? Man, I'll put it like this. I haven't seen it work <laughs> yet. <laughs> like not fully, not, not, you know, not fully. But is that real friendships? That's, I guess that's what I kind of. Those are my issues. Like, is it real friendship if we can't disagree but still see the same vision? Um, see, or is it unfair to make people feel your vision or put your expectations thing. on people? I don't think I, that's the thing. I don't think the issue is that we disagree. I And I don't think in most situations the issues come from the disagreement. I think mm -hmm. the issue comes from the pride and embarrassment. Mm. See, people don't like to be called out. And so it's like you you take a certain... For instance, like our last episode at the end, we had a conversation amongst ourselves. And when I right. say our show, I'm talking about the Unproductive, Unapologetic You and You podcast. Make sure you check that out on all your uh, podcast <laughs> platforms. Just Google Unproductive and Unapologetic. So we had a conversation at the end of the show. And I was, I was kind of nervous because I was like, Lord, please don't let nobody be sensitive about this conversation. Yeah. Because... That I feel like that's the thing that ultimately kills a situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's because somebody takes something too personal, you know. Yeah. And I'm the type, I, I'm pretty much like, it's whatever with me. I don't think there's nothing you can really say or do that'll make me not rock with you no more. You know what I'm saying? Right. I might take a break from you, but that, that ain't going <laughs> to stop me from rocking with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so... I just, you know, so going back to the 50 G unit thing, I felt like I could understand both sides. I could understand banks feeling like, okay, you know, your vision or, or your feeling for mm -hmm. you or your career is not the feeling that I have. Right. But on the flip side, if you if that's going to be your take, you got to be okay with him moving on without you. Yeah. Or, but I mean, like you said, I get both sides too, but it's like, Okay, I'm like in Banks. Banks is a case. Hold up now. Drop my earphone. In Banks's case, I guess he was like, okay, I'm cool with just being an artist. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Which is cool. You're a good artist. He's like, I'm I'm cool with that. But I guess Fifty is more of a businessman. Like, look, I ain't trying to do this forever. Like, y'all need to right. figure out how to establish yourself, and this is the best way to do it. So I look at it as. Okay, maybe you was cool with just being an artist, but if I'm coming to you and I'm like, hey man, you got more potential than this. Let me help you expand your potential. Like, as a friend, shouldn't you take that into consideration? Yeah, but it still don't mean you have to do it. Yeah, I mean, but sometimes you, we get in our own way. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes we Facts. get in our own head and, and we tell ourselves we can't do certain stuff. And it might take another person who's your friend to tell you, hey, look, you got a little bit much more going on than you realize. Like, let's try this. And, and if it works for you, it works. If it don't, then you, you know what I'm saying? At least you try it. 
But don't just be like, nah, I don't want to try because that ain't me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then on the flip side of that, sometimes wanting the best for your friend Mm. can hurt your friendship. You know, it's like, you know, like you said, he see a potential in him. He want the best for him, but that's not what he wants for himself. Right. And so it's it's a weird dynamic, but it can actually end a friendship. Case in point, you remember when uh, Dre was looking for a car. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was, you know, trying to like sort of like take a, you know, a big bro role and be like, look, man, you don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, buy a car with crazy high mileage because, you know, you're going to spend money on this car. And then in a few months or whatever the case may be in a short period of time, you're going to end up shelling out more money to try to get it fixed. And then to the type of cars that you want to get, it's going to cost so much money to get it fixed. That right. you ain't gonna be able to afford to fix it. Da, da, da. So I'm going. And I guess eventually he just got tired of me being concerned. He was like, <laughs> screamed on <laughs> he was you. Like, John, you are not my father. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You are not my father. That was and classic. I was like, yeah. And I was like, damn. I'm like, me trying to be a friend is causing yeah. an issue. You know what I'm saying? He, he was not trying to hear that shit that day. And I, I guess he thought maybe. You know, maybe he was looking at it like, you know, you got a car. It's mm-hmm. easy for you to say. And I'm right. like, I'm I'm just trying to make you, you know. Avoid the mistakes that I might have made or or did make. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so I'm just using that on a small scale. But, you know, I mean, I thought the situation was very, very interesting. And I was, I'm curious to where their relationship stands and, as and that's what I was about to that's that's what I was about to touch on. This is my thing when it comes to friendships, period. We ain't gotta agree, you know what I'm saying? Everything's not always gonna go the the way we see it. And I even had this discussion with people at work, you know what I'm saying, who call themselves friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Why why do we feel like we can't have conversations with people we consider our friends? Everything don't have to be aggressive or confrontational it can just be a conversation. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. We agree, we disagree. We might argue, might yell or whatever. But if we friends, we get past it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I shouldn't be able to, or scared that I can't come to you and be like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? If I talk to this person, he going to feel like I'm attacking him. You know what I'm saying? And then friendship going out the window. Right. If we friends, right. we should be able to tell each other anything. You know what I'm saying? Be honest as possible and have a conversation and then be able to move on. If that's what right. friendship is. So I don't understand True. why we can't, like, 50 can't say that to a bank or a yay or whatever. They have their conversations back and forth and then move on. But it don't seem like that with them. It just seems like they like, everybody's so aggressive. It's like, huh, we ain't, I ain't got to listen to him. And then everybody just kind of moved their separate ways. Right. And so, that was, oh, back to the conversation we had after we recorded, that's kind of how I felt. I'm like, man, is this going to be a situation where... Niggas gonna feel like enough is enough. Like I ain't got to take this this abuse, <laughs> you know. Even though it ain't abuse, but it's like I ain't got to stand for this shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Right. I don't really care if we if this podcast go anywhere. It's just a hobby. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, how do you know what's a hobby to some people or in, in real to some? Yeah, I mean, so so let me ask you this. So we we've been friends 26 years. What do you think? In your mind and in your your feelings, what has been the thing 
that allow us to make it 26 years. Because there's a lot of friendships that don't make it that long. Uh, me and you? Yeah. I guess because there ain't, we don't have a, how can I put this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you, I get I know people who know us can probably describe it a lot better than what I'm about to do. But okay. it's we are kind of the same as in we don't we got thick skin if that's we're more comfortable okay. with ourselves. We 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 know who we are, you know what I'm saying? We stick to what we stick to. We we can we can look for we can listen to others' opinions. And not take it personally because I guess the kind of people we are, we alpha males. So it's like, at the end of the day, we're going to do what the fuck we want to do. You know what I'm saying? We, we all feel like we right. But it's like sometimes you need a, I respect all my friends enough that I'd be like, if I can see you a friend or a brother, that I can listen to your criticism and take it in. I don't have a, I don't have an ego issue. I don't feel. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not. Right. Go ahead. I, no, I, I was gonna say I agree. I think I think what you what you're trying to say is that there's no there's no agenda or one upping when it when it comes to our relationship. Ain't no competition, yeah. It's well, no competition. Friends, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like like you said, I I know who I am, I'm comfortable in my skin, but I don't I don't I don't use my my confidence or my my sureness about myself as a weapon if that makes sense you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's like i will i allow you to be who you are and you allow me to be who i am you know what i mean and it doesn't mean that we've never had uh disagreements or about saying we didn't had we didn't stop talking for a little while and and and, yeah and pick right back up like nothing happened Exactly, and and I was about to say that's how I feel friendship. That's why I use the term a break. Like I'll take a break from you, but mm-hmm. that don't end. That don't mean our friendship is over. That just means right. I'm taking a break. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like friendships should be able to go through things and pick up as though nothing ever happened. If it's a true friendship, right. I think a, a lot of friendships are not true friendships. Uh, th- th- a lot of friendships really, are based off what you can do for me. Exactly. Or what can I get out of you? Exactly. And when when it hits hard times, it 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 blows up and it's it's done because it never was really built on no true foundation. Right. You know, if, if that makes sense. Right. You but know? who wants to sit around and be around themselves all the fucking time? You know what I'm saying? And that's I think that's an issue I have. I'm not gonna say issue I have, but that's what I try to expressed throughout the fellas it's like we we don't have to be the same like it's it's, exactly. it's best that we not the same exactly it would make us strive it what makes for a good podcast <laughs> right exactly so it's like don't i don't want no one ever should feel uh inferior to anybody like everybody exactly. brings their own thing to the table you just got to live within yourself and love yourself you know what i'm saying and not try to be somebody else or or live up to somebody else's expectations. You know what I'm saying? Just do you. you know, we like yeah. you because you, you. Exactly. Be you 24-7. Exactly. Throw that exactly. shit out there. That's what we want. Yeah. And Don't you try gotta, to be me. Yeah, and you can't. Because being me can't, ain't fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't let ego and pride um, take over at any point. Like, I, mm. I feel like whenever I'm amongst the fellas, you know, or, or our circle or whatever the case may be, 
I'm not I'm not there to to like I said, like try to one up you or make you feel lesser than. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm like, nah. You know, if 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 I win, we all win. You know exactly. what I mean? It's, exactly. And that's how it should be. But you don't see that often. And and I've had people tell me, um, me and you've been friends for uh, 26 years. Me and Scott been friends for 30 something years. And it's like um, people are like, wow, like how do you have a friendship for that long? And like we still like are literally close. And right. I said, it's just it's just it's no ego involved. You know what no I mean? Ego. And and we don't hold. Uh, I think another thing that I hate sometimes about relationships it when when it becomes an obligation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like you make it where I'm obligated to deal with you in a certain way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's not like that with us. It, it it is what it is. I could go weeks, months, years without talking to Scott, but when we get together. It's like we just saw yeah. each other yesterday. You know exactly. I mean? And and a lot you of people. He's going to make you go a couple months without seeing him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but we're we, we not, we not going to talk about that on here. <laughs> Man, well, scary. <laughs> so, so, so I always joke about how most of, outside of you and Scott, most of uh, the guys in our circle I'm friends with by way of you. Like right. in some way, shape, or form, and 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 I always joke with you. I be like, man, you need to talk to your friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's always my friends when something go wrong. Yeah, when, when something go wrong. But yeah. I say all that to say, like, what do you like? What are what is it when you think of your friend, your friends, or friendship, or whatever? What is it that you expect? Because sometimes I think people's expectations of their friends are sometimes way too high. Oh, give me an example. What you mean? So like, um, like, uh, let me give you an example. Some people feel like if you my friend mm-hmm. and I'm in a situation where let's say, I, you know, I fall on hard times financially. Right. It's, it's your, as my friend, you should be trying to do everything in your power to make sure that I'm good financially. I'm just okay. using that as an example. Yeah, well, I guess what it comes to me and what I see with friendships, it should it shouldn't be a, a expectation, and it shouldn't mm-hmm. be it shouldn't be a thought on on anybody. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be. Well, damn, you know what I'm saying? I'm falling on hard times. I, I got to call John. I got to lean on John. When you find out, you'll be like, okay, we got this or whatever. Like, no, no, I don't feel like anybody we consider friends or brothers, we should have to ask for anything. We pretty much should know each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, but I'm not going to put no burden on you if I know what it's going to do to you. Right. So my question. That ain't friendship. Right. So when I so 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 yeah, you you feel like in our circle that it's almost a given. Like if I if I'm falling short or I need something, my friends gonna come to my aid yeah, we ain't in any way they can. Before you even ask, exactly. Right. But but I guess my question is, but what if it's a situation or a time where they can't come to your aid in that way? Does that change or affect the friendship? I would hope not. That's and but again, that's why I consider when I say you're a friend or 
a brother, whatever. That's what I mean. It's a certain situation where I shouldn't, I should never look at you funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. even if I hit you up, I could be, I have a flat tire or something. I'm like, hey, John, real quick, I need a, a dub to, you know what I'm saying, get this, this tire change. You're like, oh, man, I ain't got it real quick. I'm like, okay, bet. You know what I'm saying? No problem. Like, I ain't gonna be like, dang, that's fucked up. I know John, you know what I'm saying, got, yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying, got all exactly. this money. Why the fuck he, I'm just gonna be like, oh, okay, exactly. you know what I'm saying? If he ain't giving it to me, if he say no, that means he ain't got it. it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I'm just or, gonna or, move on. Or he do got it. He just can't give it to you right now. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so, yeah, so you 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 gave a perfect example because I feel like what happens in a lot of friendships is that. It's like not, I'm going to use the word not accepting um, the answer that they get. Right. And use the, the, use the not accepting as the reason why we can't be friends anymore. Yeah. You but know then what I mean? That's when you realize that y'all wasn't friends to begin with because, oh, you was only with me because you knew the day you needed a you know what I'm saying, $200 or $20, you knew I was the motherfucker to come to. And yeah. if I say no, then that means that you wasn't really, uh, you know, that's the only reason why I was here. I was the money man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or I was it, the ride man, or, you know what I'm saying? It makes me think of that, it makes me think of that saying of people will, so let's say, you know, you needed, you needed $500, right? Mm-hmm. And w- one of your friends, let's say, let's say Scott has, you know, you need five hundred dollars. Scott gives you three hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And I give you fifty dollars, right? A lot of people look at it like, "Oh man, Scott, my nigga, I needed five hundred. He gave me he gave three. Me, you know, he only gave me fifty. Only fifty, but not realizing all I had was a hundred dollars, and Scott got three thousand dollars. Right, easily. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like. Well, how are you looking at it? Scott gave you three hundred of his three thousand, but I gave you fifty of my honey. Yeah, that's half. That's half of what I had. You know, you know what I'm saying? You what ten percent of what he had? But most people would look at it like Scott is, is the real. Yeah, that's ten percent. You know, math. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I asked your math teacher about that when they said no. <laughs> You might but have a lot of math teacher whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but a, a, a lot of people will look at Scott and say, "Oh, Scott, the real friend. He the one that came through." Like uh, that three hundred was nothing to him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That that fifty I gave was was half of all I had. You right. know, so it's that's things just, like, like you that, said, man. knowing your friends. Because even even the day we they had the uh, the joint they posted in the chat about if somebody got a gun in your head and you got to. Exp- you got to call one person. They got to pick up. Who would you call? And niggas already knew. Don't call me. Like you know, what I'm saying like that's knowing your friends. Like if you need somebody to pick up the phone, I'm not the nigga to call. You know, say you can't but get I thought, mad at I thought me. it said. I thought it said. Uh, it did. But Rip thought it said if they oh, was, yeah, yeah, if they yeah, was yeah. gonna pick up, that he was. You know, what I'm saying he was gonna call me or whatever. But like it was saying that who you gonna call? Who you know ain't gonna pick up? Then that's when you right. call me. But if you expecting somebody to, like, but that's knowing your friends. So you can't get mad at me. If you call me, you need me to pick up, and I don't because you know I'm not gonna pick up. Exactly, <laughs> like you don't never answer the phone. Right, you know I, what I'm saying? I'll be, be telling the man holding the gun, "Can I text him?" <laughs> right, now you text me all day, you good? But you, that mean, but that just goes back. You can't get mad because you know your friend. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Got to know man. your friends. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's our show, man. We'll title this episode's uh, "Friends." How many of us have them? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Man, that was a uh, 
It's going to be a long ride, man. Hopefully, we can uh, keep this going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't hard, right? Nah, nah, man. We, you know, had to keep it simple for the fans early. Keep keep it simple. Keep it simple. Yeah, because we'll so, get deeper as it go on. Definitely, definitely. We got a lot of stuff in store. So, this is our pilot. Um, let us know what you think. Make sure you follow Separate, Separate the Two on Instagram. And, um... Look for that rollout, man. We here. All that it's uh, separate the two. Shout out to Rip. Shout out. Shout out to Sun. Shout out to Wave. Shout out to Little. Shout out to Scott. Shout out to Gang. Uh, Unprocessed knowledge. Yeah, looking taste forward to consider. To it. Taste to consider. Looking forward to it. We're going to roll them out, man. We're going to do this. We're going to make sure we keep enough content on their head that they don't get bored. Yeah, yeah, man. We here, we here. So this is going to be another filler. Like you said, you got the unprocessed knowledge. You got the taste to consider. Now you have separate the two. And you and you podcast. This show is brought to you by Unproductive Unapologetic. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Just Google Unproductive Unapologetic. Make sure you follow separate the two on Instagram. Make sure you follow a taste to consider and unprocessed knowledge. It's your boy, O King Johnny, O H underscore K I N G underscore Johnny. Look, you ain't did that shit in a minute. <laughs> you almost forgot the shit. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. And it's your, it's your boy G Deck, the stepchild. You, know, you stepchild G motherfucking Deck, and I look like Bay, and I'm back. <laughs> Bay is back. I definitely got a haircut. I wasn't looking like Bay for a minute. I was looking like <laughs> Sun out here. <laughs> long as you wasn't looking like Daddy Glover, like you know Sun. What I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's my All right, we don't do no overtime. We out of here. No, sir.